City of Heroes podcast, episode 36. Welcome to the City of Heroes podcast, a resource for the casual Heroes gamer. Your hosts, Chooch and Viv, are here to explain basic and advanced features of COH, as well as give tips and answer your questions about this great MMO. episode 36 which is the feedback and comments section of the last episode (laughs) enjoy emails from Criswell hey Criswell subject final word on NCSoft time cards Okay. I guess he had responded with more information another time. Mm-hmm. Last time? Sometime. <laughs> Last My time. My memory. Last time he had given the whole info about mm-hmm. them and how they were working. Yep. He was doing an experiment to make sure that they counted for your vet rewards. Okay. And he writes, the experiment has completed. Both the $20 COH card and the $15 NC Soft card show on your account your future earned veteran rewards. Cool. And what day you will earn them. As the latest news has said, the only difference that the game sees in the cards is the exclusive jetpack, which soon will be purchasable at four ninety nine. You know, he wrote four ninety nine a month. Oh, which makes it sound like it's a recurring fee. Hmm. So that is still not sure. Yeah, we'll see. We'll find out. Well, For- and he, you know, he's got the card, so yeah. I know. Well, yeah. They haven't charged anything monthly like that in the yeah. past, so that's what makes me think it would be a one-time charge, because they don't seem like the kind of company that nickel and dimes you like that. Yeah, no, no, no. And everything else has been a one-time purchase, and I think that maybe the difference is that it's a game card. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. From what I can tell, it acts identically to Hover, but is available at level one. Oh. I've not Sweet. fully tested it for knockbacks, knockdowns, knockups, etc. Criswell out. <laughs> Temporarily. <laughs> Thank you for that info. Yeah. We had an email from Wendy. Wendy? We... Yeah. I haven't heard from Wendy. Subject, time. massive amounts of squeeze. <laughs> <laughs> and I just said where my girl's at. Yeah. There's one of my girls. <laughs> Hello, hello, Chooch and Viv from one of your loyal girl gamers. Yay! <laughs> Psst, it's Wendy. <laughs> it's been a while since I wrote. It so has. I figured I was past due. Yes, you're late. <laughs> <laughs> I just finished listening to your most recent podcast, Nupples Part 2, hee <laughs> hee. <laughs> and the urge to email was overwhelming. <laughs> yeah, weird that a lot. Not because there was anything to criticize or what have you. I just, well, felt like it. Yay for felt like it. <laughs> a quick update for you. I just got my six-month badge. Ooh, not- wow. Awesome. Time flies, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I now have a level 50 villain <gasps> and a 38 widow. Ooh, <laughs> awesome. As well as tons of alts. Mm-hmm. I'm not afraid to admit my alcoholism. <laughs> well, hold up there. You've got a level 50 in less than six months. And a 38 epic. You beat us by like 100,000 years. <laughs> Didn't it take us over a year to get our first? I think so. Uh, yeah. So, yay you. <laughs> I'm not afraid to admit my altaholism. Mm-hmm. We have jackets. <laughs> <laughs> I've been spending most of my time recently on the red side villains and do appreciate hearing about the patch notes directed towards me and my fellow no-do-gooders. Oh. <laughs> I found playing certain classes on villains has actually driven me to try different classes on hero side. Hmm. I now love trollers ever since getting my firefire dominator to 50. Oh, wow. (laughs) Cool. And I play my scrapper more often after making my night widow. I did recently make a dual blade stalker after seeing the Rularu blades. They are freaking sweet. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> at least I think that's what they were. They were kind of green and glowy, iridescent like. All I know is that they were shiny and I won. <laughs> Lols. So, um, just to make sure I understand how to get them, <laughs> I have to get the Rickety Accolade, right? Or do I have to wait till 35 for Rickety Warzone? Because that would suck. Help a girl out. Anywho, keep up all the fabu awesomeness you do. Aw, <laughs> thanks. Anything for you, Wendy. <laughs> I do want to clarify, though. You mentioned the Rularoo Dual Blade, and mm -hmm. that is different visually than... The quote Ricti, which is the Talsorian mm -hmm. dual blades. If you're talking about kind of glowy, kind of ethereal looking, then you're probably talking Talsorian. Mm -hmm. And yes, the Talsorian, you do have to be 35 only because you have to be able to get into the Ricti war zone. Right. To go to the Vanguard to talk to, I think it's Leventera. Yeah. It's like when you enter into another zone for the first time and a detective pops up on your bar. Mm -hmm. It's like that, I think. It's Leventera. Yeah, she'll be the first contact who will welcome you to the Vanguard mm -hmm. and let you start receiving Vanguard merits. Right. Once you talk to Leventera, she'll tell you, bing, you're a member of the Vanguard. The next time you fight Ricti, whether it's in the zone, mm -hmm. in a mission, in an invasion, you'll start earning Vanguard merits. They Anywhere. drop like salvage. Mm -hmm. And once you have, and I think I haven't ever had anybody that uses these weapons, but if memory serves, you need a hundred. Mm -hmm. Does it sound right? Yeah. You need a hundred to be able to unlock the Talsorian blade, blades, dual blades. Right. And what you'll do once you have that hundred is there's like a computer terminal store and mm -hmm. i think it's right near Leventera. yeah i think so that it's in it's in the vanguard little bunker yeah you'll go and you'll turn in those merits for the talsorian dual blades you could even after you unlock the vanguard merits go click on that computer terminal and it'll tell you what's available to you to purchase mm -hmm. for an empathy defender like i was i wasn't able to view the talsorian weapons to figure out if you're dual blades, then you'll be able to see the dual blade, the Talsorian option yeah. for that. So just do that and see the number. I think it's 100, but double check. Unfortunately, do you have to be 35? Yeah, you have to be 35 to get into the zone. But the Rularoo blade the Rularoo, is different. Yeah, the Rularoo blade, you have to be 40 mm -hmm. because you have to be able to get into the Shadow Shard right. to defeat the Overseers. You need, again, I believe it's 100 Overseers. And once you just defeat them... Then you unlock that mm -hmm. that option. So depending on which one you wanted. And again, the Rularoo is the one that looks just like, it's really wicked looking. It's really yeah. cool. It's got the long blades. It's got the Rularoo eyes that kind of zip around, move around following mm -hmm. movement and stuff. They're really cool. And the hilt cool. of the sword. It, yeah, and like the hilt. And so that's the Rularoo. The Talsorian, they almost look like they're made out of ice. And you can like yeah. change the colors. They're very beautiful. So that's why I'm thinking that's what you mean. Yeah. There's also a Talsorian blade, but that's not for dual blade. And that's kind of like what the lost big bad scrounger dudes or whatever have that they wield mm. in King's Row and stuff and other places. <laughs> there is a Ricti option, blade option for Katana, but there I didn't see one for dual blade. So that's why I'm thinking mm. you're either talking the Rularoo, which is the eyes rolling around. Or the Talsorian, which is available from the Rigdi defeats with the merits. Yes. After 35. <laughs> so I'm sorry to say you are going to have to wait, regardless of which one it was that you meant. <laughs> yep. Hopefully you meant the Talsorian, because then you only have to wait till 35. Mm -hmm. So I hope that helps. Thanks for checking in. Yeah, I'm glad that you're still playing, and I'm glad that you're enjoying it, and I'm impressed that you hit 50 and 38. Yeah. <laughs> you hit 88 in less than six months. <laughs> awesome. Very cool. Yeah, a friend of ours... Uh, somebody that we play with on our regular group hit 50 and he hadn't even gotten a three month badge. Yet. Mm -hmm. I was so irritated with that. <laughs> I was so happy for him because he really plugged away. Yeah, he yeah. really worked very hard and I mean, steadily and didn't mess with alts. But yeah. one time yep, when we kind of said, okay, we hit 50, we're going to play these guys. And so his, he, he opted to put his on the back burner. We still ran level 50 missions to help him, mm -hmm. but he kind of put it on the back burner as we built our new gaming group. And 
you know, we would play them, we would alternate them, but he hit 50 and he had not gotten his first vet reward yet. And I was like, yay, you suck. (laughs) Shame me. Why don't you? (laughs) Well, to be fair, he's in college. Yeah. He was off for the the summer. summer. He was working working part-time, but but yeah. (laughs) But it's still very cool. I mean, look at the focus. Absolutely. Absolutely. Next email is from Stormax. Hey, Stormax. Subject is the Guns of Paragon Celebration. Mm. Hi, guys. Just FYI, on the last podcast, you said you hadn't heard anything back about the celebration. Yeah. Well, I posted it at the end of my thread instead of creating a new one. Oh, okay. It was a lot of fun. Very busy, but fun. Have a good one. And so I went to the forums and I pasted in what he oh, written. Oh, good. Good. Because sometimes, I, I don't know, I have a weird bug where sometimes I don't see see posts as new posts. Mm-hmm. So I miss them. There's a link at the top that says view posts since your last. Yeah. And it does seem to, if you don't log out, mm-hmm. if you just leave it logged in, sometimes it seems to get confused. Yeah. And if you were to log in and is. just read a couple posts and log out, it still doesn't. It, it's, it doesn't see what you missed. Right. It okay. doesn't, it, it goes by date. It doesn't go by actual post flags. Oh, okay. That's what's happening then. I got to be more careful. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because I missed that one and I was looking for yeah, it. Yeah, it's confusing. All right. We'll read it. I'm anxious. It was a great night and we'd like to thank everyone who got to come and all of the well wishes we received. Mm-hmm. Each event was well attended. Even the arena challenge went longer than planned, but the costume contest was by far the highlight of the evening. Mm. A total of 207 participants (gasps) waited while our judging staff took it down first to eight, then to three. Wow. That's a tough judging task. Good gosh. (laughs) And I can't imagine the lag. Oh, man. That's fantastic. Yeah. Third place was Seer Assassin winning 100 million influence plus extras. Oh, my gosh. Second place was Daraxis. Winning 500 million influence plus extras. And first place was Sarah Ash winning the 1 billion influence plus extras prize. Oh my gosh. Sarah became very popular that night. I bet. (laughs) I know, right? As a party favor, everyone who came was treated to a goodie bag of 200,000 influence. Oh man. Yes, we spent all of the 2 billion we raised, plus some out of pocket. But it was worth every bit of it. Thank you all again for your support. I'll post a few more shots once I get them sorted and cropped. After that, a large group headed over to the Ricky War Zone for a clash with the mothership. Nice. We ran six teams, and it was a great way to end the night. (laughs) On a side note, on a side note, I remember Viv talking about how difficult it was to manage all of the chats at the last listener meetup. I just wanted to share a screenshot of my window. Most of the tabs had two channels running. I'm just glad I didn't have to battle anything. <laughs> Let me see. And there's the picture of the screen capture. Holy cow. Which was on our forums. Wow. So basically on the outside edges of his screen, there's like six different chat windows. Yeah. Each chat window having two different channels in it. So he could keep track of what everybody was saying. Shoot me. <laughs> But that way... Oh, he even has our podcast channel open. He's so cute. <laughs> that way it doesn't all fly up in one window and lose everything. That's amazing. I wish we could have gone. I don't care about the influence, but that would have just been so yeah. fun. Hopefully if, we can go the the Hero Dawn one and yeah. we'll have a good turnout too. And if people don't recall, it was their SG's four-year anniversary. Yeah. <laughs> Which is why they raised all that, that is influence. So cool. You guys rock. I'm so sad we couldn't go. There's another email from Criswell. Oh. Subject, P.S. and hopefully the last message for a while. <laughs> P.S. Thanks so much for playing my audio clip, which was the previous one. Oh, the darkest the, story. Right. Uh-huh. Man on the street or reporter on the street. Yeah. When I sent it, I was thinking, God, this sounds like so to Lamesors. <laughs> But whichever one of you added the COH theme music. Chooch. Oh my God. Squee. (laughs) You guys made me sound like a professional. (laughs) You guys rock. (laughs) Chooch rocks. I can add it. I have no idea how to add stuff. He hasn't shown me yet. I'm in no hurry to learn. (laughs) To be honest. From P. 
Pat, a.k.a. Fantastic Phil. Hey, Pat. Subject, episode 34. Hi, Chuch Viv. To my delight, my commute was just long enough to get me to my feedback on the Shard episode. <sighs> was glad to hear that Viv is going to go check out getting into the Shantry structure itself. Yes. Congratulations again on the Parsec Award finalist status. Talk about an accolade plus 5% awesome. <laughs> I'm almost finished with the typing up of the final piece of the set IO featurette. I hope to send it in a few days. Sorry you missed Dragon Con this year. Maybe yeah. next year. Best wishes, Pat A.K. Fantastic Bo. Thank you, Pat. Thank you very much. I really appreciate all the work you're doing. And yes, yeah. I do need to go back to Shadow Shard. Mm-hmm. Had a final email from Brett. Hey, Brett. Subject, Moo what? <laughs> Sorry, Chooch. I had no idea I could channel... Sorry, Chooch, I had no idea I could challenge your gaming geek foo. Crazy. <laughs> Moo 2 equals Master of Orion 2. Excellent if outdated. Does anyone still make turn-based strategy games? <laughs> Great cast, Brett. Nice. <laughs> hey, everybody. JC Hutchins here. You're listening to the COH Podcast. That brings us to comments. The first one is from Fantastic Foe in response to the Playing for Keeps free PDF. He says, I'm all set to buy my copy of Playing for Keeps. In the past, I picked up Selznick's Brave Men Run, so I guess I'm collecting podcast superheroic books. <laughs> Which are actually both on the same publisher, because yeah, that was Press, the whole right? Swarm Press deal. From Nod. Yay, new cast. Gretz to Brian, because Brian won mm -hmm. the Playing for Keeps. And then from Skyrocket, we have two-second Troy. <laughs> 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 and then um, and then she comes back on the next post and says, oops, posted in the wrong one. Oh, well, I was blinded by tears of laughter. <laughs> 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 because she had posted that in the Playing for Keeps um, comment section. Mm. And then Brian gives us, OMG, I'm the happiest kid in the world. I'll post pics as soon as I get it. This will not be forgotten. Chooch and Viv, you will be in my heart and mind as I nerd out at PAX. If anyone else is going, let me know. So Brian has gone to PAX and cool. And we're very Did... happy that he won. Then we have from Fantastic Foe, a new podcast, Gasp Passes Out. <laughs> Which is cute because when, when I log in and say hi on the podcast channel in game, the global channel, mm -hmm. he usually does some Viv and faints. <laughs> From Amazing Ray, in response to episode 33, new podcast. And this time, I actually know it's new. New. <laughs> <laughs> From Zigdon, ha, 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 Mr. Troy, you have to change your sig now to two-second Troy. Giggle. <laughs> From Zloth, I really wish we could have seen Viv two seconds after the two seconds comment. <laughs> Maybe it's time yes. for the COH podcast to become the COH video cast, Winky. It was pretty funny because it just kind of came out and then you realized what you said. <laughs> and you're oh. like, oh. Yeah, I'm a classy gal. What can I say? <laughs> no video cast. Have the time we're in our pajamas. You wouldn't like it. <laughs> now, what's this about linear villain content? Oh, yeah. We got some comments about this. Yeah. Huh? There are lots of contacts, and you get to pick which one to take most of the time. The only real linear part is the Rikti War Zone, and that's shared. Heck, there's still a bunch of Granville content I haven't seen yet, and I'm not just talking about Viridian, who's very difficult to unlock. Maybe you're talking about Mercy. That's almost linear with just two contacts to pick from at the start, not counting the special Vite contact. But it only takes an hour or two, so no biggie here. That linear comment that we mm -hmm. made i can't remember which one of us said it that was actually just was information me. we got from other people well we haven't played the content that and i don't mean that you have to do the same missions over and over again right i mean that you it's linear from this zone to that zone to that zone right and that's what pretty much every villain player has told I me i think even rich told us that when mm -hmm. we did our uh red so walk on the red side thing yeah so that's, I mean, we're not decreeing that ourselves. That's just information that we've gotten from other people. So didn't mean to offend anybody. 
they love the game. Mm-hmm. It, I don't think of it as like a negative thing. It's just the no. way it's laid out. And it's, right. you know, still very obviously enjoyable. If you look at, well, heck, even Wendy spends the majority of her time on Red Side and she's already got a 50. So mm-hmm. it must be really good content for some people. So yep. I'm sorry. It's really good content that some people enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because we have a friends that only play villains yeah. and they never come to Hero Side. So. Yeah. And then Skyrocket also says, oh, was, I guess, copying from Zig. Ha ha ha, Mr. Troy, you have to change your sig now to two-second Troy giggle. And then says, was it just me or did everything that Viv said sound subliminally naughty after this? (laughs) E.g., my husband would be so jealous that I was buffing Castle. (laughs) And you just had to whip that out, didn't you? (laughs) And then, um, yeah, it's just me. Never mind. Going to wash my brain out with soup now. (laughs) Soup. (laughs) I'm guessing that was supposed to be soap. From Star Sentinel, also in response to episode 33. Yay, back from vacation and a new cast. Huzzahs and Freeming Awesome Sauce trademarked all around. (laughs) I'm glad you guys had fun at the meet and greet. So sorry I couldn't attend, but that crazy magic kingdom was calling our names. But it's good to be home. I even got my COH podcast shirt in, which was more good news. Go Blue Ringers. I'm feeling so bad for Troy right now. Nicknames are so hard to get rid of. (laughs) Looking forward to the next cast. Cool. Magic kingdom. I'm jealous. Yes, we've fall into the siren song of the mouse occasionally yep and we will again (laughs) i can promise that i'm jonesing for another trip Mm. yeah it's all about the kids really (laughs) yeah (laughs) and then from ward Smythe, great podcast guys thank you i only have one question what is the secret of tasty green (laughs) (laughs) the first rule of tasty green is don't talk about tasty green (laughs) It's not made of people. That we're willing to reveal. <laughs> From Fantastic Foe, go to the forums. Issue 13, Mission Creator, and hence on the offline rewards. Basically, where you log a character out will accrue some kind of civilian identity rewards. And I have to be honest, after we posted that last episode, mm-hmm. I was very still <laughs> waiting for Troy to respond. <laughs> I was kind of afraid that he would take offense at it. And I was watching the forums mm-hmm. and watching the forums and he would come in and post something and then leave and then come in and post something. And it, he never commented on it. And apparently I wasn't the only one waiting for a reaction because <laughs> somebody finally said, so I guess he hasn't heard it yet in the Twilight Guardian thread oh, yeah. on our forums. And I guess he hasn't read it yet. Nope. Guess not. Can't wait till he does, though. <laughs> and then he was like, OK, now I'm scared. <laughs> Going to be listening to this. That's right. He's scared. been in Canada and hasn't had yeah. access to a machine. Yeah. So he finally listened and he responded, ahem, two-second Troy, eh? <laughs> Let me tell you something, little missy. I am the Lance Armstrong of hot monkey love. <laughs> it just never stops. Sometimes it'll go on for four, five, even six minutes at a time. <laughs> Believe me, almost every lady I've ever been with has begged me to stop. <laughs> And yet you have the unmitigated gall to impugn the man they call the Ron Jeremy of comics. And not just because my back looks like I'm wearing an alpaca sweater. All I've got to say is there's going to be a nasty nipple twister in somebody's future. (laughs) Almost every lady has begged him to stop. Troy, you're doing it wrong. (laughs) You're doing it wrong. Ah, well, at least I have my character for the next listener meetup. <laughs> Two second try. <sighs> I heart you, Troy. You're awesome. <sighs> and then from Nod in response to episode 34, Aya Inwa Atsk. Again, which is, I guess, pig Latin for yay, new cast. <laughs> Not quite sure. It's just so spelled funny, and I actually looked at it and went, Ooh. "Oh, yay, new cast!" <laughs> and then he comments, "The Revenant Hero Project story arc is a great way to get your Paragon Protector badge." I agree. That was the one that I commented on last time. Mm-hmm. Maps full of PPs. I'll assume you mean Paragon Protectors mm-hmm. that are minions and lieutenants, which are way easier to take down. Hero stats worked with City Info Terminal. 
You just have to make sure that you're using your Titan key and not your page-specific username and password. Mm-hmm. You may need to uncheck and then recheck the Use Web Page in your global settings to get it working. Tasty ear candy. Sounds like something Two Second Troy should be selling on street corners. <laughs> I had tried unchecking and relaunching it and rechecking, but since the password was saved and it just has little stars, I wasn't sure which right. password I'd used. And I probably never did update it to my Titan key password. Gotcha. So I ha- I changed it last night, but I haven't tested yeah, yeah, to make yeah. sure it's updating. Gotcha. From Brian Katarski in response to episode 34... Thanks for another great episode, guys. It's better than free cake. PAX is over, and I was starting to feel down when out of the sky y'all flew in to cheer me up. (laughs) Yay! Our timing is awesome. (laughs) And then from Zloth, I'm with Chooch. I don't even bother funding my low-level folks now. Influence is definitely a lot easier to get. Pre-auction house, when you got high enough level to buy your first SOs, you could buy only two or three. Now it's easy to get all SOs immediately. This won't work for Viv, of course, because she has highly refined tastes. <laughs> While we might just put peanuts and butter on a sandwich if we ran out of peanut butter, she would probably insist on going to the store or even having something else to eat entirely. True. I would not eat peanuts on butter <laughs> on a sandwich. She'd probably just eat the peanuts. Probably. <laughs> Very true. I'll just sit there and eat the peanuts. Y'all can have the bread and butter. <laughs> hey, wait a second. Is it possible to figure out a person's personality from their slotting tendencies? <laughs> I bet so. I can see a new personality test in the making. Mm-hmm. Hey, if Myers-Briggs can do it, so can I, right? Yes, I can feel the hair on my brain curling. So this must be a great idea. <laughs> it's something, all right. It's definitely something if it's curling your brain hair. <laughs> Did I read that right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> From Skyrocket in response to episode 34 also. Great voicemails on this one. The nail bunny call was hysterical. I love people who sound drunk even when they are totally sober. Can we be friends, nail bunny? (laughs) Star Sentinel says, I don't understand how Nod gets the number one comment spot every time. Slash E jealous. I don't have a tip today, but a recommendation. Go do the Imperious Task Force. I finally got to run it on Sunday with my supergroup on Pinnacle, and it was great. Challenging and visually appealing, and I'm not just talking about (laughs) Sybils. I won't spoil it either, but there are some really cool foes you have to face, which I hope get made into epic archetypes at some point. I don't know if this will be in the Issue 13 podcast or not, but I will say that I'm really excited about getting shields. I will have a shield's primary tanker, but what for my secondary? Hmm. I don't know. What do you want? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> secondary for shields. What do you think for a tanker? Hmm. I don't know. All I keep thinking is, I love my willpower tanker. <laughs> I'm saying I should build it. No, I really like my willpower tanker. <laughs> From Flapjack, we have two half casts equal one whole cast and a whole nother cast as we say in the South. (laughs) It's okay with me if you always break them up this way. The Security Now podcast does feedback every third show, so don't feel bad. It works. And I love to have you read my letters to me. It makes me feel like I am really here. (laughs) You are here. Mm -hmm. From Skyrocket, regarding Star Sentinel, the ITF is indeed super fun. Agreed. Just make sure you're aware of the strategies for the final AV battle. There are a number of different ways to handle it depending on your team composition, and it's not that tough if you know them. But it can be an exercise in frustration if you don't. I had a, ta- um, I had a team bail on it at the end last weekend because the tanker quit, and our leader was convinced that it couldn't be done without one. Oh, it stinks. I, <laughs> mm-hmm. I hate when that happens. Been there. <laughs> Never done that. Well, not on that one, though. And then from Fantastic Foe, we have, hey, hey, lots of props from my favorite podcasters. Great podcast as always. Thank you for reading my tip about the Chantry, and I hope it convinces some people to venture there and get inside. Yes, I think it will. (laughs) By the way, I'm pretty sure the electrical clouds of critters around the Storm Palace are the... The Naru. Because they're floating in with Lenaru. speed. <laughs> I like Chooch's observation that he viewed TOs, DOs, and SOs as consumables. I once used that as a point in an argument in-game. Someone was really ranting about their red enhancements and how comic book false that was. 
so I mentioned that many heroes had to maintain or recharge powers, from Spider-Man's web shooters to Green Lantern's power ring running out of juice. Okay, that really isn't important, other than Chooch's comment filled me with nostalgia from my misty youth of four years ago arguing with some <laughs> random dude about virtual stuff. Sniff, sniff. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks also for appreciation on the IO featurette, so we totally appreciate it. Mm-hmm. And that's a good that's a good argument for the stale enhancements, but then how do you explain IOs? There's somebody else addresses it, if I oh, recall. Oh, cool. And then we have Nod saying, quote, I don't understand how Nod gets the number one comment spot every time. Close quote. He said, I cheat. (laughs) He said, actually, it's more like Twitter plus OCD equals slavering stalkation of the new casts. (laughs) Yeah, he does follow us on Twitter. And when Mm -hmm. we post a new episode, it updates Twitter and says new new podcast available. (laughs) But yeah, I've always been pretty amazed at how quickly he's listened. Like with the contest, the first contest, he like right there entering Mm -hmm. the contest. And then from Dribbler in response to episode 34. A quick note on traveling through the shadow shard. Sometimes an easy way of traveling from one end of the shantry to the other is fall off a floating rock and reappear next to the entrance zone, head to Zulu, and come back in through the storm palace. And from there, go to the shantry. You will reappear on the other side of the map. Just don't fall off again. (laughs) Very cool. Yeah. And I know this is a bit late, but I remember a comment by one of the developers when the shadow shard came out. It is loosely based on the like of Doctor Strange's Principalities, and the such alternate dimensions from Marvel Comics. Furthermore, villains is not as linear as you may think. For one thing, they have some things heroes don't, which are unlockable contacts, such as if you trap 10 pirate ghosts in Port Oaks, you unlock the pirate badge, and a contact that is only available at that level. These add some great variety into your play. Well, very much so, I would imagine. Mm-hmm. And there are many more contacts per zone than in most hero zones. As well, I consider not having to go through the hollows a bonus. <laughs> <laughs> I agree totally with your thoughts on SOs being short-term. They enhance your powers for only brief periods, but through wear and tear, things like targeting devices or dragon skills just break down, or mutations wear off, etc. But an invention is something you built, understand, and can keep upgrading yourself, so they're always in working order. There you go. Mm-hmm. Yay, dribbler. And for people who are looking for more people to team with or do TFs with, etc. try checking out your local server's chat channel. I know every server has at least one channel which is universally open and is a great place to find TFs starting and other people looking for teams. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I do know Champion has one. That's the only one that I'm on. Yeah. Good info, Traveler. Thank you. Star Sentinel says, in response to Skyrocket's ITF strategy, I was using my ice fire tanker with my SG. We had some veterans to the TF, and so it was explained quite well what my task was. And if I do say so myself, I held the Nictus at bay quite well while others wailed on Romulus. I want to run the ITF on my invulnerability energy melee tanker, Star Sentinel, but he was only 43 and there wasn't anyone to SK me. But soon I will have him with with some rockin' Greek armor. Very cool. (laughs) From Shadow Beam. Yay, new nod comment. (laughs) (laughs) Yay, stalkation of the new casts from Fantastic Foe. (laughs) From Country Boy. Thanks for the accolade info. I'm looking forward to hearing the IO information when nod gets done. I think he means Fantastic Foe. I had planned to leave a voicemail, but I had to go on a business trip. It did give me the chance to hear my name on the podcast while I was driving, and it made me smile. (laughs) (laughs) Cool. I'm starved for attention. Aw. When is the next listener meetup so I can get Country Boy or Arc Lighter up to snuff? Excelsior. <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> yeah, we haven't announced a level goal or yeah. a when, what, where. <laughs> yeah. September's full. <laughs> yes. Yes. So it'll be sometime in October, maybe November. October's looking kind of full, too. <laughs> Soon. <laughs> I don't know. We'll have to look at the calendar and try and figure something out. And we're also trying to figure out what to mm-hmm. do, what kind of concept to do. And yeah. from the experiences so far, try to figure out what's going to work. Yeah. Plus, everybody's kind of a wide range of levels. We've got people that were level 12 for the last listener meetup and possibly haven't played since then on that character. Chooch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then we've got other people. I know they just ran a synapse and a lot of them hit level 20, and then we've got mm. people way up there. So we we got to figure it out. <laughs> I don't know. It's getting to be complicated math, though. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then from Fant- 
And then from Fantastic Foe, Nod's doing IO information. That dude is always first. <laughs> oh, nice. From Reality Bites, I would have to concur with Dribbler that COV isn't as linear as it looks. With unlockable contacts and the varied arcs, there's a lot more content there than meets the eye. One of the decidedly nice things I like is the fact that most of the COV contacts have all of their missions in the same zone as they are. So you mm. spend a lot less time wandering across zones to get to missions. Oh, mm. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Also, because of this, the arcs and missions are more tied to the overall story of the zone. And when they do send you elsewhere, it's for story reason and not just randomness. So all of COV is exactly like the fault line and Croatoa contact slash arcs. There's none of the randomness of much of the generic COH contacts. So you guys really should give it a serious whirl with open minds. You might enjoy it more than you think. And thanks for the double consideration of my earlier comment on the free PDFs. I still think it's rather counterintuitive, but I shan't knock something if it really works. Mm-hmm. I used to work for bookstores years ago, so I had some exposures to publisher's mentality at the time, and they, as well as the bookstores, were very sensitive about whole copies of books going free. Teaser chapters and such were relatively common, but the idea of giving out a whole work for free was an anathema. We had strict instructions concerning remaindered materials. We had strict instructions concerning remaindered materials and seeing to it that they were properly disposed of. Anyways, great cast as always, and I await the next installment eagerly. So feed my craving now, Dagnamit. <laughs> Don't make me hurt your nipples. <laughs> Interesting about the the free book thing. Yeah. I had gotten a a tweet from Cheyenne Wright about that. Yeah. Um, I think we've mentioned before that Cheyenne is the colorist for the online webcomic Girl Genius. Yeah. Very cool comic, if anybody yeah, it is. likes that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, it's a free online web comic, yeah. girlgenius.com, and made by uh, the Foglio Studios, and it's steampunk coolness. Yeah. Anyways, so Shane does, is the color sport, and he mentioned that that started off closed mm-hmm. as, as a pay thing, mm-hmm. and... Once they opened it, because they have, they sell books of it. Yeah. And that collect, merchandise. Right. So they collect all the strips into compendiums mm-hmm. and their sales, I think he said their sales tripled when they went I free. I he said tripled. Yeah. Once they went free. Yeah. So free works. Free sells more. Absolutely. <laughs> and we're told that over and over and, mm-hmm. and again by the podcast authors that we chat with. Yep. So it's definitely working. And it's getting it. The authors are able to, in my opinion, to get the future readers through their podcast. They podcast it. They have people that enjoy it. Then they've got people like us that say, my brother would love that. My Mm -hmm. nephew would love that. So you, Mm -hmm. when it comes out, you buy it because a lot of people aren't podcast savvy. Right. A lot of people. I have tried to get my entire family and they are just like, nah, Mm -hmm. don't want it. I want a dead tree. Yep. And so, you know, we're sharing it. We found them. We share it. They continue to give it to us for free. So we stay loyal to them. It's not like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, I love you. Now you bought my book. See you. Bye. Yeah. It's like a loyalty thing that they give to their listeners and the people that buy it. So. Mm-hmm. Or also with like Cory Doctor's newest book, yeah. Little Brother, you had bought me a copy of the physical book. Yep. And I, he released it for free the same day it was published on his site as e-text. Uh-huh. So I downloaded that to my palm. Mm-hmm. And when I'm on the train or something where I don't have the book handy, mm-hmm. I read it in there. Awesome. And then it, you know, at the end of the day in bed, I read the physical book. Yeah. So it's just having it everywhere. And with all of his books, he has eventually podcasted them for free. Yeah. So even though there's an audio version that you can buy as an audio book mm-hmm. read by somebody else. Yeah. He's also going to podcast it for free. Yeah. And he specifically did not do the deal with Audible because Audible uses DRM. Mm-hmm. And to go through the iTunes store, they, you have to wrap it in DRM. Mm-hmm. Audible is the exclusive iTunes audiobook gotcha. company. Mm-hmm. And, audio, and, and they will not release it without DRM. So he'll... And the publisher was cool with that because that's how he's done everything. He's done everything Creative Commons and open. I think another... The, another 
way to frame it is that, you know, the people that we have encountered in our little world mm-hmm. that um, that are getting published and then we're pushing their books and stuff with our podcasts, these are people that did not get published going the traditional route of submitting for an agent and submitting mm-hmm. for publication. They send it out. It gets rejected. They send it out. It gets rejected. They podcast it. They get a lot of people interested. They get a lot of word of mouth. Then somebody publishes it. Mm-hmm. And so, again, that's where that loyalty comes in. And these are also people that have already decided, I'm going to give my book away by podcasting it. Mm-hmm. Murr, Scott Sigler, J.C. Hutchins, Nathan Lowell, countless others have already given it away by podcasting it. You mm-hmm. have no need to buy it. Right. They have nothing else to lose by handing you a PDF other than the possibility that you might print off a couple of chapters and hand it to somebody that might like it enough yeah. to go buy it. And I think that they've already got that mindset where the art is more important than mm-hmm. the dollar. And obviously they're doing it for the dollar. Yeah. They need to pay their they bills just like everybody else. They want to quit the day jobs else. and they want to be able to write, write full time. Absolutely. But they also, it's not like a hippie mindset or a beatnik mindset, but it's mm-hmm. very much an artistic creative mindset mm-hmm. where you, that, that old saying, you know, that I think we talked about it before where a writer just wants to be remembered. They want yeah. to have their work read. Yeah. They want people to enter their world and, mm-hmm. and read it and, and experience it. And I think that's extremely true of the authors that yeah. we've spotlighted on our shows and that we talk about. And it's happening with music too, where Absolutely. the Podsafe Music Network yeah. and all these different places yeah. are artists are giving their albums for free. Yeah. Nine Inch Nails, they got out of their... Trent got out of the recording contract. Yeah. So everything he does now is his mm-hmm. and belongs to him and does not belong or go through a company. And he released yeah. his last album for free. Yeah. Online for free. He said it will always be free forever. Yeah. A lot of people like CDs and, and vinyl. Yeah. So he's making a CD release available for like 10 bucks or, yeah. you know, for mm-hmm. an, an expensive amount mm-hmm. to cover the cost of making it. And then very high quality uh, vinyl yeah. because people like that and like getting the big package mm-hmm. and, and out of his pocket he paid i don't know how many tens or hundreds of thousands of dollars to have somebody create the art book that yeah. goes with it mm-hmm. and print the lyrics and all that yeah. um to have the entire experience and that was a thank you of everybody that followed him through his whole career yeah gives out a free record yeah um and with and there's other artists doing it too now too yeah. he uh, was yeah. the groundbreaker on the music mm-hmm. scene for sure yeah and then yeah and then like radiohead radiohead got all the attention because they're much bigger but they afterwards made theirs for free but then they locked it back down yeah i I don't understand radiohead being bigger they had one hit for they're more college radio radio friendly maybe yeah more turns definitely bigger though (laughs) but But, he doesn't get as much yeah doesn't get as much of the exposure but we digress well what are the Real quick, a lot of things that people feel about music, or I guess radio companies feel, but a lot of the public still seem to say that if people stop paying for records, that all the artists are going to go away and nobody's going to make music anymore. No way. And that's never going to happen. Yes, it's true. A lot of artists are going to stop and are going to go out of business. Yeah. But they... But it's the pop crap yeah that gets made for the money and not the art anyways yeah. so it's not a big loss no the, the truly creative you have so many millions of people that are musicians and so few have record deals and are out there mm-hmm. it's the same thing with writers there are so many millions of writers and mm-hmm. so few are published people are not look at the writer's strike yeah they weren't getting paid to write and yet they still felt compelled to mm-hmm. write and yeah. to be creative and some hello dr horrible some phenomenal stuff has already come out from mm-hmm. that. So, you know, writers yeah. are going to write, singers are going to sing, musicians are going to write music. It's going to happen. And if the people that can't afford to do it stop, then they stop. But there's right. always more people that are creative and wanting to fill that void. So, then yep. also on the comment about the City of Villain side, we have played with an open mind. We really mm-hmm. have. We've gone in several times and played with an open mind. But we just enjoy City of Heroes more. 
Yeah. Just like some people enjoy City of Villains more, we enjoy City of Heroes more. So. It's not that I don't play villains because it's linear. There's nothing no. wrong with linear. I love Fallout. And Lightning. we haven't run into linear. Yeah. We're just going by what other people have told us. Yeah. We haven't done enough. There's plenty of other aspects that I yeah. prefer Heroes for. Exactly. I will say that some of the villain archetypes have the coolest power sets Very true. compared to the hero side. Very I do true. like some of their power sets a lot better. Yep. They've but. done a lot of really phenomenal things on, on villain side, but mm-hmm. I prefer heroes. <laughs> This is Christiana Ellis of Nina Kimberly the Merciless, and you are listening to the City of Heroes podcast. You better send in feedback, too, or else I'm going to have to come after you. And moving on from our lengthy discussion about music and publishing, (laughs) we have a comment from Jim Gross. Another, I've got to say this right. Neptacularly tasty podcast. (laughs) It is nice to hear some love given to underused zones like the Shadow Shard. Now, if we can get some love for Terra Volta and Dark Astoria, we will be set. Any Mm. new news on the Halloween 2008 event? Keep it up. Jim, Hurricane Hannah is coming to get me gross. (laughs) I laughed, I cried. It was better than cats. I would listen again and again. It's like me with Dr. Horrible. Yeah. I haven't seen, as you know, I would have posted here, I haven't seen any new announcements about the Halloween event. I mm-hmm. believe, and I don't have it in front of me, forgive me if I'm wrong, I believe the Halloween event starts October 8th, maybe? Maybe. I have to check the calendar again, but I thought that it started on October 8th, so it's really not that far off now, thank goodness. Mm-hmm. But no, no new news from me. Our next comment is from Nail Bunny. Banff, smell of brimstone, skyrocket, friended, nightcrawler style. Zing, zabam, well, t-shirt update. They just contacted me and told me my shirt is out of stock. I guess because it is nail bunny-tastic. <laughs> <laughs> so now I have to scrounge to order another one and check again when the book signing is. Because I tell you what, nail bunny is... <laughs> make the shirt cute. Cute. <laughs> Anyways, great cast. I re-recorded that voicemail 15 times trying to sound the right amount of oblivious zoned <laughs> <laughs> and our last comment is from fantastic foe okay me finished the last of my io set features me exhausted me sleep <laughs> Poor. we really appreciate it and i think that everyone else will take caution before they offer up writing a feature because <laughs> bad has been working on this for a long time as I work on my art of reflection. Yes. <laughs> so we also have iTunes reviews. Woohoo. Woo. And remember I whined about wanting to hit 50 iTunes reviews? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We hit that. <laughs> we hit that, baby. <laughs> so people heard Viv mentioning the greedy need to have 50. Greedy need. And boy, oh, howdy. Want. Did you guys deliver? Woohoo. <laughs> Now, over 50, first is by Julio, who gives us five stars. Thank you, Julio. The definitive podcast for COH and COV. Jooch and Viv, they seem to be having a ton of fun while being informative at the same time. I'm a first-week COH player and know the game pretty well, yet I've still learned a lot about the game by listening. Mm-mm-mm. I was a fan when Chooch was solo, but the inclusion of Viv really helped take the show to the next level. If you have even a passing interest in COX, listen to this podcast. Even if you don't really like COX, (laughs) they're still fun to listen to. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you very much, Julio. Awesome sauce. The next one is by Criswell. Hey, Criswell. Five stars. Aww. In a world glutted with podcasts, Chooch and Viv stand out uniquely. In a world. (laughs) Warning, this podcast can get long at times, but never boring. Aww. Viv and Chooch know the City of Heroes inside out and can break it down and make it easy to understand and fun to listen to. But don't be fooled into thinking this is just for newbies. With background stories of villain groups at all levels, everyone who plays COH can benefit here. And if you don't play COH yet, after a few episodes, Juj and Viv will probably entice you into this world. <laughs> <laughs> they are nominated for a Parsec Award. Aww. And by the time you read this, may already have the statuette in hand. 
Not quite. No, we haven't stolen it from the game yet. <laughs> we have to find out where they live. <laughs> My name is Criswell, and I approved this message. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. The next one is by Booth. Five stars. Awesome. Why only five stars? Oh, evil iTunes monkey. <laughs> evil iTunes monkey. <laughs> Duch and Viv do a great job of capturing the essence of this fun and highly addictive game and distill it down into small weekly methadone-like doses <laughs> that keep you going a while away from your computer. This podcast is appropriate for anyone who enjoys City of Heroes or villains, whether they be newbies or veterans. My only issue with this podcast is the fact that it is only once a week. Oh. They will no doubt, if they ever read this, make reference to their lives and jobs (laughs) and other what have you (laughs) that necessitate. They're not constantly pumping out three or four such podcasts per week. To this, I say, you should have thought of that before you got me hooked. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we don't need to mention any of that because... That was mentioned for us. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for that. Thanks, you provided Booth. our own defense. <laughs> Thank you. And now we have a three-star review. <laughs> Remember when I was sad that we got a four-star review one time? Mm-hmm. We has three-star now, which is better than no star. A three-star review by M.T. Jarks. J-A-R-K-S. More fluff than content. I gotta admit, that stung. (laughs) (laughs) I was telling Chooch about this review last night, and it sparked Mm -hmm. an entire discussion of how we do the episode, so... This show is great. That is, if I were only to judge the content segments. The hosts are knowledgeable about the game, and it is interesting to hear their takes on different parts of the game. I would rate it five stars for the content alone. However, the podcast is overwhelmed by fluff. Self-congratulations via reading of iTunes reviews and long discussions about their SG, among others, make me drop my rating. However, it is definite listen if you are a COX fan. I appreciate that. I, 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 yeah, go ahead. Sorry. We know that what we do isn't for everybody and, right. and that's why we do the comments and everything at the end and yes. we do the news and the features up front yes. so that people can just skip it, skip it. So, sorry you're not into this part. And as you can see, we are reading all reviews, not just fluff reviews or not just happy reviews. Yeah. (laughs) Chooch and I have talked a couple of times because I've wondered previously if this podcast, which is about the game, Mm -hmm. it's our fan podcast about the game. It's Mm -hmm. not the NCSoft podcast about the game. It's not the City of Heroes podcast podcast come you know the game itself podcasting Mm -hmm. about the game it's two fans right and i've wondered in the past if we haven't gone too far in being ourselves and that we should have stayed focused strictly on Mm. the game Mm -hmm. and we've also discussed whether or not we should even read the comments Mm -hmm. and the itunes well we never directly we never directly talked about the itunes we've talked about feedback maybe we should skip Mm -hmm. the feedback and just stick on the on the the show segments themselves we had decided when we first launched the forums that we were not going to read forum posts because it's just way too much now and then something really sticks out right so we'll highlight it Mm -hmm. and we've talked about only highlighting comments instead of reading all of them right they do get to be voluminous they do and you know we are fully aware of that the argument that i made was if people are going to take the time mm-hmm. out of their busy days to comment on our show i want to share that mm-hmm. if people don't want to hear it they can skip it mm-hmm. i i do that i do that one of my favorite pod the first podcast that i listened to mm-hmm. i always skipped the comments mm-hmm and I don't take offense if people do that, but the people that are really involved with the show that are giving us feedback, giving us emails, giving us comments, giving us iTunes reviews, mm-hmm. to me, it's more about us thanking them because yeah. I think for iTunes reviews, I don't think I've missed saying thank you a single time after reading it. It's me saying thank you for taking the time out to do mm-hmm. that. It takes more trouble to do an iTunes review than it does to put a comment on our site. Yeah. So I appreciate that. And I think that, and I'm curious and I'm not, I'm, 
It stung a little bit. The more fluff than content <laughs> did sting because we try really hard to put in a lot of content. Even some mm-hmm. things that we aren't interested in, we still put in because we think it's, yeah. a, it's important game-wise. We'll never put everything in because you can't. Mm-hmm. But I am curious to see. Obviously, this is the only one out of 53 reviews that felt that it was more fluff than content. And I'm I'm just wondering if that is an accurate representation of our listener base. Mm-hmm. How many people are listening to comments? How many people are listening to iTunes reviews? We're actually discussing now possibly not reading the iTunes reviews because I don't want to seem self-congratulatory. Yeah. And, and that's not even how I took it. I'm yeah. just so flattered that, and, and it's more, if it just said five stars, great cast. Mm-hmm. If they all said that, it would be like, oh, you know, thank you, thank you, thank you. But they're so clever. And it, to me, it's like, you know, <laughs> look at how they these these are intelligently worded reviews. Mm-hmm. And yes, they're flattering for us. If we are going on and being self-congratulatory and big-headed and all of that stuff, I want to be the first to know. So <laughs> if this is the first shot of, okay, guys, calm yourselves, then we won't read the iTunes reviews anymore. Yeah. Could be people hating they're just don't want to take the time to mention that they hate it yeah but if you let us know then we'll knock it off i mean cause, <laughs> and we won't i'm still not stopping with the comments i don't care what anybody says because yeah. there's information given there's responses given you guys are just gonna have to skip that if you don't like the comments mm-hmm. because we have a lot of people that are very interactive with us yeah and we really enjoy that and they're mm-hmm. interactive with each other yeah so that's not something that i'm willing to put aside but since this is something that's just about us mm-hmm. and we don't want to seem egotistical because we're not. We're absolutely... Y'all don't even know. <laughs> I'm like, babe! <laughs> you know, it's just... We're not egotistical. We're still in awe, agog of the whole thing. Right. So we want to be really clear about that. So I'm curious. And I don't want to get a bunch of people saying, no, we love you. You're not egotistical. I just want to hear how many people think that we should stop doing the iTunes reviews. Right. If you think that it's egotistical, send us an email. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, this isn't something that we're going to say on the show. It's not something like, well, we got seven emails saying this or eight emails saying that. This is an account. This is an Italian. We just want to hear. We're, I'm just curious. Yeah. That's all. Yep. You know, because if we are like that, I really want to know. Because mm-hmm. I hate that. <laughs> and if that's us, okay. <laughs> Time to deal with it. But we, I do thank you for the review yeah. and for raising the issue. Because I consider the iTunes reviews as part of feedback. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to honor the people that gave the feedback. Yeah. But I don't want to be egotistical about yeah. it. Thanks, Empty Jerks. And Thank I'm you. glad that you enjoy the content so much. Yes, me and too. And that you stick with us even through the parts you don't like. Absolutely. Appreciate that. The last review is by Flapjack Jones. <laughs> Flapjack. <laughs> it gives five stars Aww. and says, oh, the quality. <laughs> There's no better podcast for fans of the multiplayer game City of Heroes. There is an enormous depth of information for a show that is billed for casual gamers. Mm. I have played for over three years, and I have picked up quite a few tricks. I especially appreciate the way the luscious voiced Viv (laughs) calls the official boards for important info from the Red Names, the developers of the game. Yes. Being casual, if I have free time, I want to play the game. Mm-hmm. Now when I'm at work, I can listen to all the latest from the game boards and patch notes, as well as hints and tips, and enjoy the vibrant community Chuch and Viv attract. Mm-hmm. The production values are of NPR quality. Ooh. Thank you. And all this dry information is presented with great personality and wit by this lovable husband and wife team. <sighs> you will listen until your nipples hurt. <laughs> Whatever that means. <laughs> Thank you, Labjack. Aw, thank you. <laughs> and in a very self-congratulatory way, I'm going to tell you guys that I'm going to print off all iTunes reviews and I'm going to put them like into a scrapbook so that we have them forever and ever when we're 100 <laughs> years old. We can read through. So there, I did say that self-congratulatory. <laughs> I treasure it. <laughs> well, thank you for the five-star and three-star. We don't care. We love the feedback. You know, this is... It's our vision and it's our podcast, but we also want to make it, you know, enjoyable for everybody else. So, Absolutely. I will put some ice on that burn. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't that what our nephew said? Yeah. (laughs) We got some ice for that burn. But it's still very nice. There were nice things said, so I will stop obsessing now. (laughs) 
it was constructive criticism. it really was it was it wasn't like a, it wasn't a you suck you right. know it was something that we could and it did we talked for a good half hour 45 minutes about it so mm-hmm. and look we're still talking about it. <laughs> so if you would like to interact with us <laughs> you can give us a call and leave a voicemail at 206-203-1661 as you heard you could also record and attach or Send a text email to mm-hmm. chpodcast at gmail.com. Yep. You can leave a comment, individual posts, or join the forums at cohpodcast.com. Yes. Ding. Yes, you can. <laughs> You're dinging your own. <laughs> Never mind. What? <laughs> You're dinging yourself, baby. <laughs> right here in front of everybody. Once again, thanks for listening, everybody. Good hunting, heroes. Send us an email. <laughs> PPD hard suit costume. Want. <laughs> Bye. This podcast, its hosts, and websites are not in any way affiliated with NCSoft, Cryptic Studios, or City of Heroes. All views expressed are solely of the hosts and their guests. This podcast is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Sharealike License, which is explained in detail at cohpodcast.com. Good hunting, heroes. <laughs>